What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J, as always. Uh, off the top of the podcast this week, I really want to plug my Extra Life for Kids Marathon, which is coming up this Saturday, October 27th, starting at 8, p- or 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I'm running until 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, raising money for the IWK Foundation in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, This is my third year doing it. Would really like, uh, if you guys are able to, come on out to the stream, twitch.tv slash snagglej, or you can head over to extralife.snaggle.club. Make a safe and secure donation. You'll be able to view the stream right on the Extra Life page now this year as well, um, which I think is really, really cool. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate you guys support. Obviously the money goes to the kids guys. It's great, great cause. And I'm very proud to be part of it. Um, so if you're willing and able, uh, even if you want to stop by the stream, hang out, have a chat, play some games with me, that'd be great too. On this week's episode of the podcast, I am going to be taking a look at the Madden championship series from the viewpoint of being a fan. It's going to be something a little different. I hope you guys are going to enjoy what I have planned for this episode. And we're going to do some Twitter Q&A um, at the end, which has become a staple of the episodes now. I appreciate you guys interacting on the Twitter machine, at SnaggleJ. Um, I want to preface this episode by saying everything I'm about to talk about in terms of the Madden Championship Series is purely opinionated. I don't have a source at EA. I don't have a... Uh, connection personally to um, the Madden Championship Series, Madden, EA. I mean, I'm friendly with a few people who work on the game, but everything I'm going to talk about in terms of my opinion of the Madden Championship Series is going to be purely opinion-based. And it's also going to be purely from the standpoint of a fan because I am not good enough or have any desire in any way, shape, or form to participate in the Madden Championship Series, nor would I ever, like I said, ever be good enough to do so. So for me, I am a fan of of the MCS, the Madden Championship Series, the events that they put on. I think it is the premier sports game esports. I think it's one of the best done production-wise Esports. I mean, it's not on the level of Overwatch or any of those sorts of games. Overwatch comes to mind. Um, League of Legends comes to mind. Street Fighter V has some really fantastic production value. But in terms of, of EA and being sports games, the Madden Championship Series, you know, visually and, and, and auditorily is, is pretty well done. But there are issues from the standpoint of of a fan. I feel like Madden has, has an opportunity here. MLB, the show has shown absolutely zero interest in esports. Um, and I honestly don't think it's something that Sony is ever going to get into. I don't think Sony sees the value in, in esports. I really don't. Um, they did that four-player 
uh, bullshit tournament with Mills hosting. And I say bullshit tournament not because of the creators that were in it who, who gave up their you know time to go across the country some of them and do that i mean it was it was bullshit it was you know a a, a post produced exhibition tournament it wasn't esports it was a promotional venture for mlb the show 18 and you'll never be able to convince me otherwise it wasn't esports and i don't think sony has any interest in doing esports fifa is man FIFA does esports. I don't follow it a whole lot because I don't have a great attachment to to soccer or football for all of my European um, listeners, who I'm sure there are millions. It's not really my jam. NHL is trying. Um, they, this past weekend, they actually just had the, the Leafs gaming event but it's never going to be on a big scale. NHL is still a very niche game. Uh, I do my best pumping its tires on this channel and take a lot of heat for it um, for being a fanboy of the game. And I've been very critical of it lately, but NHL is never going to have the foothold. And the NBA, the 2K League, I mean, it's 2K. I just don't have faith in them to continue this thing for the long term. It has built a moderate foothold on Twitch. Um, but I'm just, I just don't see that being something that's going to explode. So in a roundabout kind of way, I feel like this is Madden's game to lose. They've done some really nice events and yes, they have been extremely set back by the events in Jacksonville, which I will not rehash on this show. That's not what this is about. But from a fan's perspective, the the MCS could be done, in my opinion, so much better. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Before I get into the things that I would like to see fixed... I want to make it very clear that in no way during this podcast am I going to talk about specific creators and competitive players, nor do I think they are part of the problem. I think the competitive community is working within the system that EA has provided. Um, this bull crap that they had to deal with uh, this past week where the qualifying was shut down uh, a day before the publicly posted date was for them to shut down. That was what kind of spurred this on for me was a lot of the negativity that I saw um, on Twitter about how this affected competitive players. None of this falls at the feet of the competitive community. Is the competitive community perfect? No, but that's not what the heart of the issue is here. What I'm going to dig into is, as a fan, what EA could do to make the Madden Championship Series more appealing to me. First up, I would like to see more access to the creators. And, and what I mean is, I, I pop into some competitive 
players streams from time to time. I mean, I primarily lurk in the franchise streams. That's kind of where I, you know, where I live. That's my jam. But I'll occasionally pop by some competitive player streams. Problem is one of my one of my favorite competitive players cuz he's very personable. He explains the game very well and I actually learn things when I'm in problem stream for any amount of time. I would like to see more streaming from competitive guys and and I know it's hard it really really is really hard for competitive players to stream because they don't want to manage a chat they're focused on the game this is where EA needs to help them out by featuring them on the EA sports channel uh, by by hosting their channels by having a stream team by taking and this and the big theme of this episode is going to be EA does not do enough to showcase the people that make this league what makes major league baseball great it's the players what makes NHL great it's the players NBA any sport is made better by having marketable relatable players what better industry has more marketable, relatable players than people playing video games. It's one of the reasons why Twitch has grown to the levels that it has grown. It's one of the reasons why Microsoft is sinking millions into Mixer and Facebook is sinking millions into Facebook gaming because it is relatable for people. They can sit. I can go up and down my list of people that I follow on Twitch. And you know what? I'm going to actually do it right now to give you an example. I can go up and down the list of people that I like. I, I enjoy watching Nick Merckx because he's unbelievable at Fortnite and he's super talented. I enjoy watching Jericho because I think he's hilarious. I enjoy watching Sheriff Eli because he's something a little different and I like his attitude and his edge and he makes me laugh. Uh, I enjoy watching Paul Sporer because he's probably the most knowledgeable baseball mind on Twitch. I enjoy watching um, a few of the other ones. I enjoy watching Clutch Silver because dude busts his ass as a full-time student and a pretty much full-time streamer, and he's still entertaining. So all of the things that I just mentioned are relatable things that you can kind of take, you know, attachment to. So EA has this pool of, of relatable, attachable players, and they don't use them effectively. And that's going to be the theme. So EA needs to feature these guys more. I think EA needs to invest more in them. In terms of investing money beyond prize money. A lot of these competitive players... And this is, again, this is probably the only knock I'm going to say, and it's not going to be anything that's going to surprise anybody. But the only real knock that you can put on them is that some of them don't have that content creator personality. And that's not why they're in it. They're not in the MCS because of their personality. They're in the MCS because they're a great Madden player and they want to make money. I want to see EA develop these guys to be the total package. To take someone who's amazing at the game 
and to 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 put development into them to make them a better face for the game with content creation and things of that nature. I would like to see EA do a better job of sharing revenue with them like Fortnite does with their creator program where you can donate so much of your skin purchases to a certain creator. I'd like to see that with packs. I would love the opportunity to buy packs and support a Madden competitive player or a game changer. And that's where that would get dicey. Because you have to realize the game changers are not competitive players. The competitive players, for the most part, not game changers. How you get in there and and satisfy those two community groups, that's not why that's not my problem. But I'm saying I would like to see another way for EA to show appreciation to these competitive players who, you know really give up a lot of their lives and a lot of their times and travel across the country in search of, you know, trying to just be better at Madden. So I feel like, you know, from an investment standpoint in the actual players, EA could do a better job. Again, remember what I said back to the beginning of the episode. This is purely opinion-based. Perhaps this is done a lot more behind the scenes, but if it is from a fan's standpoint, I'm not seeing the fruits of that labor. I would like to see more dedication from EA Sports, and what I mean by that is the communication and clarity seems to be a major, major issue for the competitive scene. I see a lot of complaints on a regular basis from competitive players who are upset um, that you know the communication is not good. It's a problem that the competitive community has with how the game is communicated how things are communicated there seems to be every year a few issues that they run into with clarity and communication the first thing ea needs to do is they need to completely and utterly separate competitive scene from ultimate team and they this is kind of done they have an mcs twitter account I want to see 100% complete separation of ultimate team from competitive. Simple as that. I want to be able to go to one source to get my ultimate team news, another source to get my competitive news, and I don't want there to be any carryover. I want Madden Championship Series to be treated like it is a separate arm of Madden, period, just an absolute separate entity. I think that would be, first of all, an extremely bold move. But I also think in terms of, you know, drawing people in and and giving them easier access to, you know, what they need, things that are going on, viewing schedules, um, things of that nature, I think that it would be 
beneficial to the growth of MCS. I would like to see them have a dedicated Madden Championship Series Twitch account which shows content 24 hours a day. These guys are recording and streaming hundreds of hours of content every year. I want a Twitch account that is constantly replaying Madden events. It's not going to pull big numbers, but again, it's that giving people access to the sport, to the creators, to the competitions. People will watch it. People will tune in to a 24-7 Twitch stream of Madden Championship Series. Whether it be reruns or not, people will watch. It's a zero-cost venture for EA. Someone could sit and set up an entire week's worth of reruns in about 10 minutes, and it runs itself. It's not hard. Again, giving fans more access to it. I would also like the major tournaments to feel more like major tournaments. That was one thing I felt they kind of lost last year. They took a really high uptick in the streaming aspect last year, and I felt like the one thing that they lost in that was... I felt like I had a hard time identifying what the major tournaments were. Now, I don't know, like perhaps have a different broadcast setup, perhaps do a different sort of thing. Maybe only roll Scott Cole out when it's a major tournament. I don't know. I mean, I love, I, I love Scott Cole. The Cole train is, uh, is a, uh, one of my favorites. I love hearing his voice, but maybe only roll Cole train out for special events. Make the majors feel Major. Make it feel special. Again, it, the golf analogy is perfect. There are people who they only watch golf 16 times a year. The four rounds of the Masters, the four rounds of the U.S. Open, the four rounds of the British Open, and the four rounds of the PGA Championship. Because the majors mean something. They are treated like majors. They get mainstream coverage. Make the majors feel special what this all comes down to folks is again like i've said it is 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 from a fan's perspective i feel like we've hit a, a a a roadblock and again i don't know how much jacksonville plays into maybe they've scaled some things back this year because of the tragedy and rightfully so but I feel like Madden has an unbelievable opportunity to to take an eSport and grow it into something special. And I feel like at this point, not only are the competitive players ready, the community is ready, I don't know if EA is ready. And again, I don't know the inner workings of what goes on at EA Sports, and maybe a lot of the ideas I've talked about in the last 19 minutes are absolutely stupid. And I'm sure you'll all head on over to twitter.com slash J and tell me. We can have a positive discussion about it. But I am waiting for Madden to step up and draw me in. 
You know, I'm waiting to be able to get, and again, I'll use Dubby as an example. He has gone out on his own outside of Madden to grow his brand. What if I could, um, you know, but when I'm watching a Madden event and Dubby is playing, there's a pop-up in the corner. Click here for Dubby merchandise. And maybe EA gets a small benefit of that because they're promoting it for thousands and thousands of people. But again, draw me in. Give me a reason. I, you know, it's it's. I'm not saying I would buy W merchandise because I haven't up until now. But I'm saying is you know if you start turning this into a real life league and a real life sport and separating the esport from the game. Which I, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, that makes no sense. But the esport has to live within its own realm. When the esport becomes about the sport and not about the game, that's when everybody starts winning. That's when people become ridiculously attached to it. The first thing I remember seeing when the Overwatch League came out was not that it was Overwatch, it's what team am I going to cheer for? Am I going to cheer for Los Angeles or Dallas or whoever? Like, again, there was an immediate attachment there. If you guys have any opinions on this, please reach out to me on Twitter, at SnaggleJ. Um, let's jump in right quick to the Ask VAP mailbag. Has 2K gone too far with microtransactions in NBA 2K? I don't play NBA 2K. Um, I, I've, I DM'd a few people about this to see what they thought. The consensus is yes. I don't like having to go through a my career or a my park or any sort of single player that you know that leads to multiplayer experience where I'm drastically outpowered because I don't want to spend money. And that's what it sounds like 2K has become. When you start diluting someone's enjoyment of the game because they refuse to spend real money, if you can't get a good enjoyment out of a game, because you refuse to spend money, I think that's a problem. So yes, I I do believe uh, that's an issue. Another question I got: Do I play with any franchise house rules um, when I run either my streaming or my offline franchises? I'm not steadfast rules. Um, I try to aim for realism, realism with free agency, realism with trades. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't try to fleece the CPU. I'm not trying to build a juggernaut like through exploits and things like that. So, I mean, that's not really a house rule. That's just kind of how I comport myself as a grown ass adult. Um, the only real house rule I have is I don't pick my favorite team in any sport. Um, the exception would be like if I'm doing an entire creative team, like we did with the blue Jays a few years ago, um, with the community, uh, and I believe the show franchise, but I typically don't pick my favorite team i don't use the bills i don't use the blue jays i don't use the caps i don't use the raptors when i ever play nba so that's probably really the only franchise host rule i have but other than that i just try not to be uh you know an exploit using you know asshole basically i try not to do that um i just try to play the game for for a realism and a fun factor uh, and i think that shows in a lot of the content that i do i have a lot of fun with franchise and, and i feel like it wouldn't be fun for me if i was winning 120 games in mlb or going 16 and 0 in madden and didn't earn it through conventional somewhat realistic methods i wouldn't enjoy it as much 
Last question in this week's mailbag. Uh, what would ultimate team in NCAA look like today? Would it be fake players? Would it be, listen, uh, this is a absolutely loaded question. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, these athletes would be licensed and making some sort of money and they could license the athletes and you know for maybe the top 30 schools and use them in ultimate team um this was one that really kind of stumped me because i wasn't a big player of ncaa ultimate team when it was in existence in the first place um so like for me like i don't even know if it's something that given the way things have progressed since ncaa football's demise which is five over five years ago now well, over five years ago since the last game came out, but the demise itself has been, you know, five years in the making. I don't know if Ultimate Team would be a thing. I don't know how you handle having a sport with athletes that you can't license, you can't likeness, they can't be paid, but you're asking people to pay to unlock cards that are somewhat similar likeness to the people you can't pay. So I honestly have no idea what Ultimate Team would look like. I still think it would be some kind of fake player fantasy mode. Uh, again, it, it's hard to look one way or another and say, hey, I think it would look like this, or hey, I think it would look like that. Um, but yeah, that you know, for me, not having been someone who spent a lot of time with that, um, yeah, I, it's really hard to say. You know, the legal embroilment of the NCAA and EA Sports has really just dampened any thoughts that I have about, you know, the return of the franchise, what it may look like. So, But I ultimately think it would still be a, a fake player-filled, somewhat likeness mode where it's more based on, you know, jersey collecting and the schools and the stuff that they actually can license. Um, anyways, guys, that's it for this week's episode of the Virtual Athlete Podcast. Thank you to everyone who sent in the mailbag. You can hit me up anytime on Twitter. Use the hashtag AskVAP. Get your question answered on an upcoming episode. Uh, we have some excellent, excellent episodes of the show uh, planned. Uh, we're going to be doing a post-mortem of MLB The Show. Uh, and given that I am recording this about an hour after the finest program just came out, um, there's going to be lots to talk about in that regard. Um, I'm actually planning on doing an episode talking about community engagement coming up. And we've got all kinds of fun stuff on the podcast, guys. As always, I appreciate you guys listening on whatever platform you choose to listen on. Um, I hope you will continue subscribing to and continue listening to the podcast because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Um, make sure that you follow me on Twitter at SnaggleJ. You can also check out my live exploits. And as I said off the top of the show, I'd really appreciate if you guys stopped by on Saturday uh, during the 24-hour Extra Life Marathon benefiting sick children. Come on. You, I know you guys are all softies. Come on, swing by. It's going to be a lot of fun. Twitch.tv um, slash SnaggleJ. But until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, and I will be back next week with a brand new, fresh episode of the Virtual Athlete Podcast. But until then, peace.